0: Two guys, two topics, two two opinions. You talk, give me two. This is the split story of the day on 97.5 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network.
1: Phil Steele joining us here on 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. I'm curious what you think of Utah.
0: Utah's in good shape because those are two very highly talented quarterbacks coming out of high school. Two quarterbacks with good size, have experience, have been in big-time programs, so I think whichever guy wins that race, they're in pretty good shape there. I'm wondering who's going to replace Zach Moss. I think Jordan Wilmore when you look at him, he's not very tall. He's only 5'8", but he's thick, and he's got some breakaway ability, but when you're running behind that offensive line, there's some big boys on the O-line. I read it at the number race offensive line. Lack of height doesn't bother me at all because that allows you to hide a little bit behind the O-line. So I think Utah's going to be in good shape this year. It's going to be more of a reload than a rebuild. BYU last year just had an unbelievable season with the maddening nature. What's your indication as far as what you think for them? Well, I've talked to Coach Satake each year of his five years. This is by far the best team he's put on the field. And you go back to last year, part of the reason for that up and down thing was all the different players they lost to injury. They had 49 different players start a game last year. That was number one in the fbs but top to bottom this is the deepest best team coach sataki's put on the field there's really not an overall weak spot on this team i think this is byu's best team yet so we might see a big time record increase for byu this year that was phil steele not phil still but phil steele
1: uh from july uh jumping on uh uh, on with dj and pk uh gordon set up this uh this topic we're going to dig into a little bit today
2: Well, uh, ordinarily, I would think that the Utes were in advance of the Cougars uh, based on the fact that uh, a wise man once said, Jake, the best predictor of the future is the past, the past. Did you say that?
1: Was it a wise man?
2: (laughs) No, I was not. Did not originate with me. No, I don't know who that originated with. You know, if we asked uh, Mister. No at all, he probably would give us some idea as to you know who originated that saying. Somebody, um, I mean, and sometimes these things get attributed to multiple people uh, because multiple people say them, and nobody knows who said it first. But anyway, uh, it was not me. It was not me. Okay, uh, but uh, I I still kind of lean on that a little bit, even though we haven't seen the Utes play, and we've seen the Cougars uh, on most occasions look rather impressive. Uh, but my my I guess my gut reaction to it would be, well, the Utes because the Cougars can't beat them. And uh, there are other reasons as well, but uh, that much is certainly true. But is it nine straight now? Uh, yeah, nine nine in ten years, right? Yeah, something like that. So, anyway, uh, I, I would I would uh, kind of think the Utes would be better than the Cougars, but the Cougars have looked uh, really good thus far uh, against questionable competition. So, all you BYU fans out there, don't at me and say you're a Ute. You know, or just come on. Let's uh, let's look at this objectively. And try and figure it out. Yeah, Austin, that uh, <laughs> you better play them both if you're going to do that to me. Go Cougars. Uh, yeah. So anyway, I just I just think the Utes have a better football program right now than BYU does. And so uh, I would give the Utes the edge this year as well. Um, however, we haven't seen the Utes play yet. I just think that their coffers are a little deeper than what the Cougars have. You heard Phil Steele talk about how BYU has more depth this year. but And obviously, uh, isn't the entire Utah defensive secondary in the NFL right now? I mean... That's pretty remarkable. So uh, they did lose some talent, but uh, some tells me they've got
1: more where that came from. So I I think it's an intriguing thing to think about, and it does it, it anger me in, in a way because we should have seen that game. You know, we should be we should have seen BYU play Utah. I lament the fact it's that it's not safe, Jake. We're not going to see it. I, no, I mean it's just. I'm just bummed. Whatever we want to put there, I I would love to have seen that football game this year because I I think it had the potential to be to be really, uh, really good. And I get. Well, it would have been. It definitely would have been informative. I get the the history point that you're making. However, I will say, you know, Broncos, Wahoos uh, get the Hokies once every 15 years. You know, just because it's it's happened for a while. Does, hey, does I'm Jake be, Scott and I'm the newest Wahoo. <laughs> it does not. Uh, I hate that. <laughs> That's so bad. I hate that so much. Uh, but It doesn't mean that it's it's not possible. So if there were to be a year where BYU were to would to uh, snap that streak, this would have been a good candidate. Because we, we like to draw the line at when Utah got into the Pac-12 and say, well, that's where the separation began. But the, the truth is, Utah had been putting a good football product out on the field for a while. And so had BYU. And that's why it, it remained even. But then BYU started to ebb and flow at the quarterback position, in my opinion. And that was part of the separation, too. Because historically, when BYU has given Utah a run for their money, going back to 03 when Urban Meyer arrived, as when they had a baller, upperclassman, quarterback, and a good offensive line. And those things are both factual this year um, with with BYU. Now, we can debate on just how good Zach Wilson is, but I think his resume thus far proves that he's a pretty capable quarterback Oh, yeah. um, and then you look at the other side where Utah uh, and you can you can look back to their run where they've ebb and flowed has been when they're when they have a bunch of upperclassmen like last year. They're really, really good. Oh four oh eight, True. Then they're really good when they've got a bunch of players who have been in the system for a long time and, uh, and and really can go out there and execute what Coach Witt wants, especially defensively. And that's not true this year, as you point out. With all the new bodies. The X factor, of course, is Utah, and now they're in the Pac-12. How much depth have they built up, and how would they perform, you know, turning it over? And we've seen different evidence of that, too. I go back to a game I covered, uh, 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 Gordon, where the Utes beat UCLA down in the Rose Bowl. And remember Coach Witt said, uh, you know... uh, Bowl eligible, bowl eligible on three, one, two, three, bowl eligible. You remember that game? Uh, Utah was supposed to be down that year, and they had a weird year where they were young and they were good and they outperformed expectation. That was not the last upset they pulled off that year. So that's why this would have been a fun game to see because there's, there's trends on both sides, you know? What kind of youth football team do we see? And we see a pretty good BYU one. So, uh, I, long story short, I'm just bummed we're not going to see it.
2: Uh, yeah, and that's, that's sort of where I'm basing uh, my opinion on more out of what I've seen out of the past number of years beyond just the head-to-head battle because the games have mostly been close. Yes, true. I mean, that's well chronicled. These teams, if they're going to play each other, it's smart to bet that the score will be – the margin will be slight. Right. And that's a compliment to both programs. But, but overall, the, the, the talent level and the amounts of talent in the Utah program has been larger than it has at BYU. The recruiting has been better. And uh, I, I, maybe you can say, I think you probably can, that the coaching has
1: been better. Well, it's been it's been more consistent because Kyle Whittingham has been there forever, you know. I think Kalani Satake learned some lessons in his first couple of years. I think he had to learn. Well, that second games. year, I mean, come yeah. on. Yeah, he had to learn how to manage the locker room and how to do some head coachy type stuff. And I think he'd even admit that to you. I know Coach Witt when he first took the job, his uh, admitted some of that where he had a real learning curve, or maybe it was a couple of years down the line where he said. You know, looking back on my first year, I had I had some stuff I had to learn. So I, there's You a, mean after after the clueless Kyle episode? <laughs> uh yeah, that might have that might have come in there somewhere. Did, that, did, was did somebody, did that was write not a, mine. No, that was not mine. Did somebody write a column mine. with that headline?
2: Somebody wrote a column, but that was not the basis of the
1: column. That was just somebody's headline. I might remember. Right. You know I what? Mean, I like to I like to bust your chops a lot, but I remember that column and that. I don't think you even used the word clueless in that column. No, so. no. I, to it come was, your was, defense, no, that, that, was. that was ridiculous. But, maybe no, but I do true. like to I fan mean, the flames with that story because Kyle Whittingham did hold up that column in the locker room as <laughs> bulletin board material.
2: <laughs> well, <laughs> now he can thank somebody on the
1: desk. I wonder who they played. The, the, I wonder who they played the next week if they just steamrolled a team. Yeah, I don't know. We don't should know. look into that uh, because, I, yeah, I remember you. You and, and Coach Witt was grumpy with you for a while. Oh, yeah. I
2: finally, I, I finally talked to him. I said, look, uh, Kyle, uh, I did not uh, write that, that headline, but uh, whatever. I, I mean, I mean look, you, if you look at the trajectory of Kyle Whittingham as a head coach, he's done nothing but get better. And, uh, you know, if you talk to him about it, he would say, well, I've gotten better players. You know, because he's always very forthcoming with that sort of thing that it depends on the talent that you recruit. And the, the Utes have done a better job of that. And they have some advantages that BYU doesn't have. Maybe some people would look at BYU and say they have some advantages. Well, maybe they do, maybe they don't. Uh, but obviously the Utes' advantages are clear to see in the conference they play in unless you talk to various uh, networks around the country and they'll tell you that that's no real advantage at all. I have a funny
1: off-the-air story about... That was the, a joke. I know. Hey. I, I heard you. I was skipping that, was, that was a joke. I didn't a get a chuckle. It was a long and Were you so busy day. thinking about what
2: you were going to say next so you didn't stop to laugh? No, I was just moving on. <laughs>
1: okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was a joke, by the way.
2: Uh, <laughs> you have no, to I'm, say that, you know, It failed.
1: I have uh, I have a funny off the air story that's somewhat related to you and Coach Witt mending your relationship after that.
2: Uh, what, what, did I
1: park incorrectly or something? No, 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 no. Uh, no you parking actually... stall lines
2: are merely suggestions.
1: No, I, all I'll say because there's a lot more to the story again, but off the air. But the first time Coach Witt came back on the big show after that relationship was mended, we had some significant technical difficulties during the interview that led to some. <laughs> Some interesting <laughs> drama after <laughs> after the interview was over. So that's, that's
2: you know I almost hit Kyle Whittingham once with my car. Not a surprise. Um, yeah, he he was crossing from the stadium over to where he parked, and I I guess I was going a little too fast, and it was dark. It was long after a game one night. That well, was that's that, an interesting that would have just been terrific. But I mean, that, can you imagine that?
1: If you hit Kyle Whittingham with your car, yeah, I can't imagine that. You'd <laughs> be
2: doing the show from the point today.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, well, yeah.
2: I, Well, I don't think I would have killed him, but I I, I might have you know, knocked him over.
1: I don't Which think you'd be getting good. much access at the old University of Utah. <laughs> <laughs> you think RSL pulled your credential. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, Kyle I definitely has gotten
2: better was. as as a head coach at Utah through the years. And, uh, you know, he's a smart guy, and I think he's figured a lot of things out. And Kalani's smart, too, and he's doing likewise, as you pointed out. Yep. I'll never forget after that second year when they had that losing record, um, and the records since then have been, you know, seven and six, whatever. But uh, he, he there, uh, when we interviewed him, he he essentially said exactly what you said. Kyle admitted to. He said, "I made some mistakes," you know. And he's corrected a lot of those. And it seems like uh, BYU is heading in the right direction on account
1: of it, or at yep. least in part to that. All right, we'll have more coming up next. Uh, it is the Big Show, 97.5 and twelve eighty of the Zone.